0: episode 17 where we are talking about beauty and for this episode we do have a special guest and Jessica do you want to introduce our
1: special guest yes well we have in studio with us today mrs. Alicia West Um, mrs. West is a wife she has been a wife for 12 years now teach me something Um, (laughs) she's a mother of four adult children she's also nanny to four wonderfully fabulous grandbabies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she is a lover of God of and fashion, which yes she is. She can dress. She <laughs> looks cute now, <laughs> y'all. Yeah, she's, she's killing adorable. it. Like for Thank real, you. me and Jessica, <laughs> have my hair looking know, like this. I look so good. <laughs> <up. Like, laughs> she's also um, a 12 year employee of Anthem Incorporated. Um, she works in project management. She also has a master's in business administration with a specialty in HR and a business and a bachelor's degree, excuse me, in business administration. You busy get, get it? Please hey. get it. I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Kids, please teach me. Show oh, me how to do this. Right.
0: Oh my God. Well, welcome, Alicia. We're very happy. You. Thank you.
2: Glad to be here. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah. So we'll just jump right into it. So, since we're talking about beauty, it's only right that we obviously talk about the story of Esther and reference her and kind of make it relatable to today, which is why we brought Alicia in, Alicia, excuse me, to kind of make it more relatable to today. So, I'll just kind of go over really the story of Esther so we're kind of all clear and on the same page. Well, Esther was a Jewish single woman, and she was taken basically from her home and she was being raised by her uncle Mordecai. Make sure y 'all follow me because you know how I am. When I give them my stories Girl, yeah, give y'all background, background <laughs> so when she was with her uncle, she was placed in the palace to basically become mm-hmm. one of the women who would be used to satisfy the sexual desires of the king at the time. It was King oh, how do you pronounce his name I think it' was King. At It was the king at at that time. I'm really rough with with his name. So it is said that the king enjoyed putting on huge parties, public displays of wealth, power. He was that type of king. And it included all these feasts. And they even noted in the Bible that some of these parties lasted for as long as 180 days. That's a real turn up. That's (laughs) a party right (laughs) there.
2: What? Right.
0: (laughs) And so during these lavish feasts and parties, it's mentioned that... Uh, He often would request that his wife, who was the queen at the time, Queen Vashti, would come before the entire gathering of really important men at the party and officials to show them just how beautiful that she was in wearing her crown as queen. And it was speculated that the king wanted the queen to appear wearing basically only her crown. So, Mm -hmm. again, not the real Okay, (laughs) But the queen, she refused to basically put out her nude body on public display. So that did make the king very upset. And he wasn't really used to being denied anything. So he would become upset. He eventually dethroned his queen, banished her from the kingdom. Okay, So afterwards, when the queen was banished, he made the decision to basically replace his queen with another woman. And it is recorded that he had a total of 400 women selected to fill his kingdom, or I should say to fill his harem, from which he would eventually choose his wife and his queen to be. So, long story short, and by the way, this is in the book of Esther. So if you guys want way more details, we're kind of give you the condensed version. Definitely read the book of Esther. But basically, after a full year of preparation, which included beauty treatments, lessons, so on and so forth, the time came for each of the women to spend the night with the king. And until that time, they were kept in the harem. But afterwards, because they were obviously no longer virgins after their night with the king, they were then moved to the area set aside of the house to house the mistresses, where they were put under a watchful eye. So eventually, Esther's time came, but because of her humility and her acceptance of the position that she was to be a servant, she went into the king's chamber, and she was just so amazingly beautiful, both inside and out, that the king was immediately immediately smitten with her and made the decision to name her as the replacement of the queen. So he, she was the one that actually he placed the crown upon. I want to keep this in mind that it wasn't only just her outward beauty. She just also had inward beauty as well. And that's really what the king was most smitten by. So almost as soon as Esther was confirmed as queen, the king appointed some evil guy over his affairs, <laughs> and his name was Haman, and he despised the Israelites, the Jewish people, which is what Esther was, but no one knew that Esther was a Jew at this time mm-hmm. and Haman was a part was part of the people who basically it was Israel's like sworn enemy for generations and prejudice and just All these deep-rooted issues, if he was just a really evil person. So Esther's uncle, Mordecai, knew that her heart was evil, or his heart was evil, and that he was a wicked man. And he knew that he hated his people. So Haman manipulated and maneuvered until he was able to get into a position of authority that he could destroy everyone, including Mordecai. So Mordecai enlisted his niece, Esther, to help them out in the situation. And so... Basically, you know, I'm kind of rambling, but Esther's a really long story. And so, again, long story short, Esther took basically her life into her own hands and decided to intercede with the king on behalf of her people, no matter the consequences to herself. And at that time, anyone that would approach the king without being summoned would be immediately put to death. But she was willing to basically face all that. So she enlists Mordecai to gather all their people together and fast for three days and to pray for Esther. So Esther's fast basically served no other purpose other than to obtain God's favor and protection during this dangerous time. I want to note a verse that says, when this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. I feel like that should be like in a movie. I love that verse. <laughs> and so really her bravery and her faith in God is the testament to the trust that this young woman have living for God.
1: Well, all right, Esther. You, the bomb.com. Right, get com. it. <laughs> you better work. So thank you, Lindsay, for sharing that background information about Esther and her story. Um, the one thing, though, that we're going to really go in about was... What was considered beautiful? Like, what did Esther have to go through to be considered beautiful for the king? But then there was, like, a flip to it because the king, once he saw her, he wasn't just smitten by the outward beauty. He was smitten by the inward beauty, too. So, Miss Alicia, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. What is beauty to you? Like, what is beautiful? Um. I mean, it depends. If the question is, what do
2: I think is beautiful, that could be anything from... A sunset to a smile to a hairstyle. Um, I think to go even deeper, it's like what. Because beauty changes. It changes with trends. It changes with fads. It changes with fashion. It changes with time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess the, the the bigger question for me is what does God see as beautiful? Mm-hmm. And I think that um, what God sees as beautiful is a beautiful heart, a heart that seeks and, and wants to please him. And beauty begins from the in For a woman, specifically, you know, I can only speak for a woman, but right. <laughs> specifically for a woman, um, beauty resonates from the inside out Mm -hmm. you know quite often we see so many young women who have the aesthetic of beauty you know whatever that means be it the hair be it the eye color be it the the facial feature and that type of thing and then have the worst attitudes Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and so it's like you're cute but you're real you real stank
0: yeah yeah so it's like (laughs) you know my
2: pastor uses this analogy where you know if you're ugly on the um on the out, or on, on ugly on the inside, but pretty on the outside, you're still pretty ugly. Yeah, yeah I mean, so I've heard
0: him say yeah, that. Yeah, so it's just
2: kind of like, you know, I see beauty in a smile, but I, I see beauty more in in um, a kind person. Mm. And, mm-hmm. you know, everyone has a story, and yeah. if you really look into someone's eyes and then kind of get to know the heart of the person, it's like, you know, even the most aesthetically strange looking person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. ends up <laughs> I love it. Beauty, beauty mm-hmm. resonates beauty. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm, so, yeah.
2: I don't know if I answered your question, but I think that beauty um, you know, it, for the world standards changes. Yeah. It changes from time yeah. to time, you know, whereas if we even go deeper, light skin was in and now dark skin is in. That right. type of thing. Beauty mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. And so with um with God's standard, if we measure it by God's standard, then I'm I'm working on the beautification of the inside, inside so that it resonates on the
1: outside. Yeah. So, let me ask you this. Being that Esther had to go through this beautification process and it took a whole year. Like, would you do you think that was really necessary? Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> a year <laughs> what do you mean was it that? I mean okay, okay, according let me, to the let king standard standard for what for, king, like right. for the king or? I know what the king standard was right? for the man was it necessary for a man yeah, the man said <laughs> she needs a year to get cute for me right okay so but what I'm asking is let's talk about today's woman okay like if there's this man and she's trying to get go for him she won't That that's, that's future boo at least mm-hmm. I want him to be mm-hmm does she need to put all this extra time and effort and in, into trying to make all this outward stuff pretty? Now let's be real, okay? Yeah.
2: Let's just keep it real. Yeah, I don't want my man looking crazy with me. True enough. <laughs> True story. And so, I think that there is the, the things you love are the things that you put time into. Right. Because I love me. Mm-hmm. I, I want that. to look yeah. and feel oh, yeah. good. I mean, that's okay. just the reality. Yeah. I don't really even call that vanity, but I feel the best when I kind of look my best, and mm-hmm. that could be in sweats and a ponytail, mm-hmm. or it could be in my my best suit. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of, hey, my man's not going to be walking in in the in the finely cut suit and I got on booty shorts, true, like right. true, no. True. So, <laughs> was was he wrong to have a standard? I don't believe so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think that. Um, Everyone carries a standard or a stipulation or a make and break. Now, should it be, I don't date this person because of this, that, and the other? I don't know. I mean, Mm -hmm. we all have our likes and dislikes. Right, right. Should have taken a year. It would be nice if he sent me to a spa. It looks like she went (laughs) through beauty treatments (laughs) and, you know... Frankincense and myrrh, yeah, it's and cosmetics. So, I mean, me myself, I don't think I complain about that.
0: I think as a re- how I kind of took it when I was reading about it in the Bible, it wasn't so so much of the fact. It was all about the the outward physical part mm-hmm. of the whole year. Mm-hmm. I mean. If you put in today's time, it's almost like they probably took like those you know classes, or sip like your tea etiquette, like this. Etiquette etiquette and and yeah, Thank mm-hmm. you. How to operate in
2: a kingdom? Exactly. Mm-hmm. How yeah. to be a
0: lady? How to be a queen? Right. right. Which I would imagine, if you coming from the Jewish, we're really not the most like people. I'm right. not jumping. You, to don't be funny, from you from probably didn't really know how to be a to make queen. Me the queen. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And who knows if Esther was really living in biblical hoods, who knows, right, but you right. know, I would imagine it would probably take some time of showing someone how to be a queen and, and things like that. So I'm kind of with Alicia and like, yeah, it probably did take a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. What I find interesting is I feel like kind of like how you said back then, light skin versus dark skin is and- obviously a little bit different now it's different it's going to be different culturally too Mm -hmm. in different cultures beauty may be defined as one Mm -hmm. thing but here's defined as something else absolutely Mm -hmm. here being super overweight is not technically considered beautiful you may go somewhere else people think you got money i mean go to africa yeah you're rich and they're they're jamaica they're looking for what we're offering (laughs) exactly they
1: want what 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 the thick girls got yeah (laughs) they are
2: yeah. And so that's why I say aesthetically beauty is, it really is in the eye of the beholder because what I see is beautiful. You may be like, that is corny as uh-huh. I don't know what, you right, know? So right. it, it, it all boils down to um, what beauty are you chasing? Because beauty changes with the times. And so, you know, as I grow and mature, it's like, okay, God, what is beautiful to you mm-hmm. and make me beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, um, not just for my man, but I feel like if I'm beautiful to God and I'm beautiful to myself, then naturally it radiates to it's mm-hmm. pleasing to my man mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i mean yeah. um i'm not one of those women who you know i'm the independent woman but i don't believe in the the whole school of thought of i don't need a man for nothing i think that's arrogant um and i think that i should operate in a in a way that's pleasing to my mate because yes. once i'm married my i no longer belong to myself anyway right. and so i should make the effort to do whatever's pleasing him now don't get me wrong <laughs> we have our different views of for example i'll just give you a quick example he doesn't like me to wear pants to church well babe i need you to get over that <laughs> i won't do it all the time however every
1: now and again yeah
2: so because he does that's his school of thought I, I would just prefer a woman not to wear pants all right thanks
0: for your appreciation you. <laughs>
1: so what would you do let's say the young lady comes to you and she's struggling with like finding that balance between the physical beauty and and, and the inward beauty like she wants to work on the inward but because society standard has you so caught up now in the physical mm-hmm. outward beauty mm-hmm. like how do you how would you help somebody like that that needs to learn that balance
2: it boils down to self-worth mm-hmm. who am i
1: we yeah. talked about the virtue. Who do I yeah. want to be? Yeah. Last yeah. week. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Who 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 am I? Um, because I think it's it's a it's a whole package. And if I think little of myself, what I think of myself resonates. of It, it shows up. Mm-hmm. It manifests. Mm-hmm. It manifests. It. You know. It, I'm all for you know a woman should celebrate her body. However, I think that um, we have to be careful with that. Yeah. Um, because it's it's. You can kind of point the the people who have low self esteem, because mm-hmm. you're overcompensating for what you lack. Mm-hmm. And so, because I lack in an area, I'm going to show off my booty. I'm going to show off my breasts because this is what gets me the, gets gets me the attention. Mm-hmm. When the real thing is, you're really overcompensating for what you lack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I'm confident, baby, I can look good from turtleneck all the way right. down to socks. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But if I'm if I'm insecure in an area then I overcompensate mm-hmm. you know, I'm 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 trying to fill that void with, with stuff and mm-hmm. negativity and, mm-hmm. and, and negative attention type yeah. thing. Versus it boils down to self worth. What do I think of myself? What does God think of me and what what's most important? Yeah. You gotta love you and if you don't, it shows up. It yeah. shows up and it'll show up in the lipstick you wear. It'll show up in how long your nails are. It shows up.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. What do you think, Lynn? Well I just I was just saying her thinking as she was saying that, what I find so interesting is if you think about, like, Little House on the Prairie days, or, mm. you know what I'm saying, like, shows like that, where they mm. didn't have the makeup, the lipstick, the weave, the fake nails, fake eyelashes, they didn't have none of that. They literally had, like, heavy cotton skirts, mm-hmm. heavy cotton clothes. <laughs> so they, I feel like women then literally had to only focus on inner beauty. Not to say right. they didn't brush their hair, brush their teeth, whatever, but I feel like, I almost feel like we could dr- pull from that mm-hmm. and draw from that. And Mm -hmm. I used to kind of laugh at some women that I may see on TV where they were like business women really high up there. But they're like, you know what? This is not fulfilling me. And they go into like pioneering days and give up all that. And they Mm -hmm. say, like, I'm not nearly as stressed out. I'm way more confident because they don't have all these pressures. Mm -hmm. Everyone's telling them what's acceptable, to what's not acceptable, what's beautiful, not beautiful. It's almost like if we just literally blocked everything out TV opinions of people that really don't matter right, right, <laughs> and all right. these things and literally just focused on God and, and the things that he has given us naturally. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like that naturally would just come out kind of like you said, it's just going to manifest mm-hmm. because you that's what you're not focused on these superficial things. Mm-hmm. You're focused on you at this point and yeah. survival. Right. <laughs> and we've
2: gotten away from the godly vo- virtues. There's so much going on that, that takes away and that takes our attention from the, the focus of, We want everything quick, fast, and in a hurry. So if I, you know, hey, if I want my hair long, I'm going to go buy me some hair. If I want my lashes long, I'm going to go buy me some lashes. Mm -hmm. Whereas to reference, you know, Little House on the Prayer or whatever, they were more connected with nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were more connected with fellowship and family. And that was their focus in tilling the land. And I think that um, they didn't have all the distractions that right. we have. And so, like I said, the standards of beauty change. I'm sure back then, you know, especially those with money, remember Laura Olson mm-hmm. and them, their clothes were <laughs> yeah. a little different than, Olsen, or what's whatever, the Olsen yeah. girls, their clothes were a little bit different. She had a little more curl in her right. hair, that type of thing. But she Bowls, was also, right. yeah, yeah. But she also had the most ugly attitude, yeah, and so it was just like you know if you if you really think about it, what was virtuous to them was more family, faith mm-hmm. uh, you know, and fellowship, and those are the things I think that we tend to get away from we're we're more electronically inclined, but yes yet more disconnected mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we're so self absorbed, and so it 's like I think of self, I think of self, well, let me you know now it 's like if I want to be skinny, let me go just pay somebody to make me skinny yeah. versus we don't have to work really hard on anything you right, know it's right. just so much that rolls into into the mindset of basically your self-worth who am I mm-hmm. and do I matter and what's what's of worth to me
1: mm-hmm. so okay this is a little deeper this question goes a little deeper when you were saying like just asking yourself who am I like how do you figure that out <laughs> I mean I think it starts with the basic
2: who, who am I mm-hmm. um God, show me who I am. But, now let me warn you, <laughs> um, I went through a, a season where, you know, I didn't know who I was. I had been in a, a, fail, a failing, uh, bad marriage, mm-hmm. an abusive marriage, um, had moved here, didn't really have family and friends here in Indianapolis. And I didn't know who I was. I got married before I was 21. Mm-hmm. Who am I? So, coming out of that, now I have three kids and... I have no idea who I am. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know where I belong. I don't know where I fit in. And I just went through, to this, through this deep, depressing season. But it was a, really, I see it now, hindsight, as a season of God taking me through, let me show you who you are. And it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't cute.
0: Right. Like, yeah. you know,
2: I can blame a whole bunch of external things. Mm-hmm. But when God speaks to you, even about your circumstance and your situation, he always requires something of you and so when god shows you who you are just know it's it's going to be a painful experience Um, But when you come out, you come out with peace. You come out with um, a self-worth, an understanding, and it's a process. Um, It ties back to it's not going to be quick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It may. You know, God can come when he wants. You know, he's suddenly, but (laughs) it's not necessarily going to be quick, a quick process. It may be over a matter of months, years, days, whatever the case may be, but you have to kind of open yourself up to to really desire. God gives wisdom to those who ask. Mm. And so if you seek God, who am I? He'll tell you. Exactly who you are, and he'll hold up that mirror, and yeah, you, you and can be surprised, you, right. yeah, that you weren't quite as innocent in your circumstances as you thought. You're right, a little hard headed, right. and that's mm-hmm. why you're going through what you're going through, mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. But he'll show you who you are, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's
0: funny you bring up that point because it's kind of going back to Esther. Esther's Jewish name, which is Hadassah, I'm not really sure how you pronounce it, but it means Myrtle. And Myrtle is a tree whose leaves only release their fragrances when crushed. That's
2: deep. Mm. <laughs> So the fact You're that, that you even said, did. God, That's I had deep. to
0: ask who I was. But you had to go through some yeah. things. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. Esther's strength only came out when she had to go. I mean, Esther went through low-key hell mm-hmm. trying yeah. to like mm-hmm. save her people yeah. in a sense. And I feel like... Her heroism only appeared and surfaced when she and her people were in danger. Mm-hmm. And Esther, her not her Jewish name, but Esther means hidden, and her Jewish identity was hidden mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. And so it's just so funny that that that's basically what you what you literally just said about mm-hmm. how you mm-hmm. figured out who I who am I. Mm-hmm. You know who am I? That could be hidden, and we ask God to show it. He may have to put you through yeah, some yeah, things so that yeah. your fragrance
2: will yeah. be released. Yeah. You through yeah. some surgery, yeah. and you know yeah. that healing process. I mean, if you think about it, we say, you know, God, whatever it is you have to do, but think about it. When I fall and I I have a deep gash, it hurts more to heal than the actual cutting of, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, I have an injury, but the healing process, it itches, it hurts, it's oozing, it's ugly. Mm -hmm. We we get into church jargon, and it's like, do you really know what you're asking for? Mm -hmm. Growing pain hurts
0: mm-hmm. it hurts mm-hmm. and some you even mentioned the cuts. sometimes when they say when you break a bone and you have to do you know physical therapy things like that it actually can become stronger mm-hmm. after absolutely you've broken it yeah mm-hmm. so very deep and so, interesting so something
1: yeah. that i'm learning here is that strength is beauty
0: yeah just oh, having absolutely. that strength
1: to in, to have to endure the strength to be patient the strength to wait the strength to go through the process mm-hmm. sounds like that really is what sums up beauty. Right. So, yeah. well, Miss Alicia, I want to thank you so thank much. You. Thank you so much. Thank you for having for you us. Like, you we will so have an honor. We're going to have an honor. Once again, you shared <laughs> <said laughs> some wisdom. This was fun. you have an event coming up. I do. Yeah. Yes. So okay. Tell us about it, tell us a So what so it.
2: it is is a woman's brunch. Um, it is July 11th. It's going to be at 10 o'clock, and it will be at the Gathering Bistro and Pub, you can find out information on Facebook, but we also have an event, Bright. Just look up "Jewels and his crown. And what it is is a fellowship and brunch, just of sisterhood. Um, we'll have a keynote speaker, Mrs. Dolores L. Kennedy Williams. Um, I don't have our bio with me, but we'll have breakfast, fellowship, entertainment, um, door prizes and giveaways. Um, it's all It's really about sisterhood, a fun day. We're going to wear our hats, put on our cute dresses. We're going to talk about beauty, yes. and we're going to talk about... <laughs> You know, just all kind of things, the journey um, of just sisterhood and fellowship. And just to let other sisters know, encourage sisters that you're not alone. We're all in this together. Fantastic. I'm excited. And you also find out.
0: the flyer on our website, Adams' yes. website as well, and also on the Adams' Facebook page Absolutely. as well. So there's no reason why you cannot find this flyer. Y'all. Come on so. out. Come on out. Tickets
2: yeah.
1: are $25. Okay. Come on now! Well, well I'm looking so forward to it. I cannot wait. I can't wait to get my hat. I know. <laughs> I know. should take me find a hat. <laughs> <laughs> but again, we thank you so much for being here with us this evening. We've had fun. Yes, I've had fun as well. We've learned a lot. So we will have you back. We thank need you. We need you to come back. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Well, we want to thank you all for tuning in. Once again, we appreciate you all for all your support for Adams Rib and. Naturally, tune in next week. I we'll got more stuff for you. you. <laughs> Alright, see y'all later.